Hot Takes for Toast is brought to you by Utah Facial Plastics. Losing your hair? It's 2021, and you don't have to. UFP Hair Restoration offers a range of cutting-edge therapies to restore thick hair permanently. Just text HAIR to 801-960-3137 for 15% off any hair loss treatment, or visit www.utahairmd.com. Question of the day. Utah obliterates Stanford. How good is this team now? Best team in the Pac-12 right now. Taking them over Oregon, huh? Yep. Very impressive, DeGiro tells us. DeGiro's pizza? They are trashing people. Daniel, good enough to win the Pac-12. They are. Rose Bowl, here they come. I've been saying it for weeks. Yeah. Once they got the quarterback position right, they would be in the national championship game if they would listen to me. No, they wouldn't. Would too. <laughs> they wouldn't have lost. They wouldn't have lost. Or they would have had one loss. If Oregon can be in contention with one loss, certainly Utah can. Well, they got they got a win at Ohio State that's right. boosting them. And then Utah beats Oregon twice, so they by extension, they get the boost. Yes, they do. I got that. Randy says, good enough to be the second-best team in Utah. Oh, wait. They're not going to play Utah State to see if they could beat them and be the second-best team. With Charlie Brewer, there's no question they were the second-best team at best. If only they would have listened to me. They would be in contention. Yeah. Because Oregon's win over Ohio State would have benefited Utah if they beat them twice. Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. They should be ranked right now. If you if you don't have them ranked, you're not looking close enough. You're just looking at the surface, which probably half the writers or voters, whoever they are, and then it's writers. Writers is an old term. Excuse me, forgive me. Beat writers, as if that that's an archaic term on, unto itself. Uh, you're not paying attention. Only one loss to to to. Oregon State. Now, obviously, the the conference sucks this year. It's that that's that's what's weighing them down. But at the same time, it's not weighing down Oregon. Oregon barely escapes, but Oregon has a win over Ohio State and doesn't have three losses. And even after the quarterback switch, Utah lost at Oregon State, and Oregon State has looked terrible since. Yeah, and so you play that game. Yeah, and it, but Oregon lost to Stanford. So how much does water that water that down? Stanford, get out of town, man. Why even bother? <laughs> Nobody cares about your program. You're paying your coach like close to nine million bucks. Your attendance is abysmal. They're too busy with other things. Nobody's from that area. It's not you know like Locke. He's a big Stanford fan. Yeah, because he was fortunate enough to grow up in one of the most exclusive areas in the country. And so that's why. But he didn't go there. Maybe he took an extension class or something he said once or whatever. But Stanford fans, it's like they're, they're like professional fans in the Southwest. You bring your Pittsburgh Steelers allegiances with you when you move to where the weather's better. Well, Stanford fans, they're from all over the world. And they bring their allegiances if they even care about it to begin with. I mean, they never had good attendance. They just they don't care, and that's who Oregon lost to. Yes, that's so they, embarrassing. So they often lose to. How did they lose that game? And I know the pass interference and other play. How was that game even close? 
That was a game close enough that a call could make a difference. You know the pass interference. 95% of our listeners don't. So you, if you play the comparative score game, the conference comes out looking crappy. I mean, Oregon State loses to Cal, which loses to Arizona, which lost to Colorado. I mean, gosh, it just goes on and on. But right now, I believe Utah is playing the best in the conference. If I did a conference power ranking, they would be number one. Who do I believe in more, Cam Rising or Anthony Brown? Overwhelmingly, Cam Rising. Didn't Anthony Brown remember you an Air Force quarterback? I, I said that over the summer. I don't know much, and I'm old and outdated and blah, blah, blah. I hear the criticism, people. But I do know Pac-12 football, and I've known it forever. And I told you I didn't think Anthony Brown was good enough. And I told you Cam Rising was good enough. And I told you before they even took snaps. Anybody can tell you after the fact. And maybe I'll be, I'll be proven wrong. It won't be the first time. That won't, certainly won't be the last time. Because next week they got the big showdown. But at the same time, the showdown doesn't even matter. Nope. It's like the hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> the main course is coming in Vegas. It matters for Oregon. It could matter for Oregon. Maybe everybody around Oregon will just back up and they'll get to lose another game. Uh, yeah, they'll, they'll just find other ways to move other teams up. So you, there won't be enough losing to have a two-loss Oregon team in the playoff. So Oh, I, no, no. I was talking about the Pac-12 title game. Oh, I, don't, I wasn't talking about They're the not playing for the Pac-12 title game. They're playing for the playoff. It has something way bigger than the Pac-12 title game. That's not, that's not Oregon's mindset right now. That's just a checkmark along the list. No, the division is divisions are over. It's done. It will be Oregon and Utah, December, whatever, second or third, whatever that first Friday is in Vegas. They're Oregon's going to be Washington State next week. They don't have to, but yeah. What do you think? Washington State all of a sudden is a terror? Well, Oregon's 5-1 and one and Washington State's 4-2. and two. If Washington State wins, they'd have the same record. And the Utes have to play Oregon if Utah's all that good. I, mean, I don't think it'll happen, but Oregon could get knocked out of the Pac-12 title game. So I could, think Oregon so will be Utah. Washington State. No, nah, Utah's not going to. Well, they could if you. They could, but you just went, Well, that, so you're giving stock to Washington State. That's what you're doing. By well, I'm giving them more stock, and I'm giving Arizona and Colorado. You're right. That's why the Utes are in. They got Arizona and Colorado. I don't. They could have uh, whomever. You, that you not, you're giving stock to Washington State, and you just downgraded Utah. And I do neither. Utah's not getting in because they have Colorado and Arizona left. They're getting in because they're really good. That's why they're getting in. Repent ye. You have a lot of repentance. Yak, can you get the secretary on the line to set up a meeting with him, please? Because he's going to be busy tomorrow night. Don't worry. It's already scheduled, Yak. There were some other incidents (laughs) over the weekend. It's already set. I tell you, man, just an eight-week thing, and they'll get you off nicotine. (laughs) You got a new read? <laughs> no, I don't. I'll go to somebody else. But the, so, no, the Utah's getting in because they're really good, not because of their schedule remaining. So yes, that's that's the way I feel. They're playing the best ball in the conference, 
And but Oregon is think they're not thinking Rose Bowl. Utah's thinking Rose Bowl because they made the wrong choice earlier in the season. It happens. Nobody's perfect. They made the wrong choice. That little three week experiment, two and a half weeks, died a, a sudden death in a manner that we don't see. Come into town. Oh yeah, man, what a hell of a spring game. And then boom, he's gone. <laughs> Seen nothing like it, and hopefully for them, they will never ever see anything like it again. But everything has changed. They'll see something like it because everything's changed, and that's how quarterbacks move around now. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we'll. Tuttle left pretty quick. He wasn't here long. He was a high school he, kid, he, not he, a transfer. He didn't play a game. Yeah. Who cares? Tra- kid, kid, quarterbacks transfer all the time. That's not unusual. Uh, it's. I just saw. a Kid from what Florida, Purdy, uh, Purdy's younger brother. He he's out now. He's put his name in the transfer portal. I mean, and and Rattler is thought to be doing the same thing with Oklahoma if he doesn't try the NFL. That that stuff happens, but in a manner that Brewer did, where they built him up and blah blah blah, and he threw for nine thousand yards. And Baylor, gosh, I got so freaking sick of hearing that. Part of the reason I just went from with rising is because I was sick of hearing about Brewer throwing for nine thousand yards in the spring game of all spring games. You would have thought he was Zach Wilson in the spring game based on the throw that Zach Wilson made in the practice. <laughs> So if you're going to just beat me over the head with something, naturally at some point I'm going to resist. And as you know, I was part of the resistance movement. (laughs) Randy says good enough to be the second best team in Utah, and he has got a long line of people backing him up. That for all the changes BYU, or for all the changes Utah has made, they still couldn't be BYU. We'll never know. How good are the Utes? John says we will see in two weeks. Shane says, all the mighty U fans are excited about a bunch of garbage wins. A win is a win, and they're playing well, but we all know what's going to happen. They'll find a way to screw it up when it counts. Well, if losing one single game counts, then they've done that twice. That's the the downside of these title games, you know, and... Me growing up, the Rose Bowl representative out of the Pac-12 had eight or nine games in which to prove itself. Not one. Now you got nine plus one. You got to prove yourself for nine, and then you got to prove yourself for one more. Well, but you know, that, that means they screw it up when it counts. By, by that statement, that means those other games don't count as much. Well, some people may be going back to screwing it up by losing to UCLA at home five years ago or whatever it was, six years ago. Yeah, I think the the Oregon loss when Herbert was a freshman was far more devastating than the UC Los Angeles loss. That's another one. Yeah. And Carrington barely getting his foot in. I thought that was the far more. And then they had Washington, so I don't know why you picked out that single one. They've had multiple ones. Washington came in here and got him on a punt return Pettis, which there was 14 blocks in the back that the referees didn't call. Yeah, 14 of them. One big one, really. No, 14 of them. Come on, wasn't just one. Go listen to them. They got jobbed they got on that. 14 blocks in the back. I committed three just along the sidelines as Pettis, as I was racing with Pettis down the sideline, a la Kalani Sataki on a long run. 
So there's been multiples. I think they're going to get it done this year. And part of me is hoping they get it done. I I, I have no uh, hidden agenda here. My agendas, I have agendas, but they're not hidden. I like the guy who's the coach. I got no problem saying that. And well, the whole country's pulling for him. And, oh, I don't care about the country. I just, it's great for the station. I would love to be in Pasadena January 1. I've been there multiple times. It's a hoot. I have many Ute fans. I've bailed out many Ute fans, and I would love for them to experience what I've experienced. I think it would be a whole heck of a lot of fun. I was there when they were in the Sugar Bowl. I was there when they were in Fiesta Bowl. I mingled with them. And I know they're out there. Obviously, everyone knows they're out there. And they would flood that place. It would be a lot of fun. And I want the guys, the program, to experience it. Why not this year? Because you don't know what's going to happen. You never know, man. It's hard to say. And the opportunity is right here. What I do know is that the opportunity has never been better in the 10-plus years that they've been in the conference. I'm very confident of saying that. And I, you'd think, oh, they should be strong again next year. Yeah, okay, but you don't know. Who knows, man? You get a quarterback injury, you get a second quarterback injury, and your season is crushing. That's happened. We've seen that happen plenty of times. So you can't really say, oh, well, yeah, they look. Well, you can say it, but you don't know what was going to transpire transpire a year from now. But what I do know now, and the funny thing is, they don't. They I, obviously they've got to win the the Oregon game, the second one. Maybe they even don't. Maybe Oregon just blitzes them twice, and then the Rose Bowl committee, who's not uh, locked into taking the Pac-12 loser, they don't have to, but what are their freaking options? (laughs) (laughs) Well, at that point, I would think everybody's got five losses. Maybe UCLA could win out and be 8-4, and and they could take them. And it would be a watered down, so I don't even want that. I mean, you don't want to go in there with five losses. ASU could... Get to eight and four still, or nine and three. Oh, they're the bastion of consistency. So you <laughs> yeah, right. count on them. <laughs> we don't know who will be coaching, <laughs> but sure, yeah, have at it. After you, you went a stretch in which you were outscored fifty six to nothing, and there's during another the course of the season. Yeah, and, bring them on. And there's another scenario where Oregon wins the league, and everybody in the league has five losses. Yeah, everybody. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's what I just said. I don't know that they and if and a, the Utes a five, and five could be team, better than everybody else's seven and five. Uh, well, they, I think they are better than everybody else. If they, if at worst, at worst, the Utes are the second best team in the conference, and maybe I've been underestimating Oregon, and and they've got enough defensively, and dies a runner, and Brown's good enough. Maybe he's not great, but he's good enough combined with everybody else on the team. Maybe they can win out. And if they win out, they're going to go to the playoff. They're not going to drop. You can't put somebody in there and then have them win out and then take them out. That makes your poll a sham. Well, it is a sham, and they could do it. But I get your point that if you're in and you keep winning, you would think you stay in and you wouldn't get leapfrogged. Right. You would think. That, that seems ridiculous. Why put him in in the first place? But they got undefeated Oklahoma behind them, so they might get leapfrogged if Oklahoma can keep Yeah, but Michigan back. State just lost. So yep. they, they, you're going to have to have two teams leapfrog them now. So it's not just one. They'd have two. And if they win out, that'd be in. 
Klyavkov would resign on the spot. <laughs> Say, forget that. He would rally the Pac-12. And with pitchforks and torches, they would storm the college football playoff. Committee. Yeah, I mean, it would just be oh. Herb Street would burst in uh, an aorta. I don't even know what they are. I think you do, actually. Wouldn't it? It would be, it would be impossible to imagine. And I'm not an Oregon guy by any stretch, but I would be right there leading the protest if that were the case. So I, I don't see that. So if Oregon does win out, beats the Utes twice, then they would be, without question, the best team in the conference. And according to this poll that came out last week, deservedly be in. So my point is, at worst, at worst, Utah right now today is the second best team in the conference. And I believe we've only got three weeks left in the season. And I believe in three weeks they will be the considered the second best, irregardless of what happens in Vegas. They would be considered the second best because there's nobody in the North that is better than them. Outside, assuming Oregon wins twice. I don't know that they will, but just for the sake of argument, saying they do. You couldn't make a case for anybody else in the conference saying, well, they're better than the Utes, so they should go. If the Pac-12 is going to get a representative in the Rose Bowl, they should go ahead of them. Assuming, of course, back to your point you made a few minutes ago, that they beat Arizona and Colorado, which seems yeah. of, of like an, just like a two-inch putt. It's a gimme. Pick it up. In fact, Arizona and Colorado, they've already conceded. <laughs> they already <laughs> told them to pick it up. <laughs> Go ahead, pick it up. And the conference and television networks, and that's why it's, uh, what's this, it's, this game Saturday starts at noon on the Pac-12 network? Is that? Everybody's running from Arizona. Is it noon or 11? I need to know because I'm going covering the game. Yeah, because Arizona's now on our time. We count on you for this. You can't come to us. We're confused well, I know, by this. Well, no, no. I know the time zones, but I didn't know what time the game started. I didn't know if it was 11 or noon. I know the time. Believe me, when my parents were alive, I explained them enough to the <laughs> point where then we'd change clocks and I'd have to start all over. Noon Mountain Time. And my sisters still, one of whom has a doctorate, and I still have to tell her, what time it is. For instance, you know, we're coming into town this weekend because I'm covering the game for the station, and I have to tell them, you know, I will be landing a certain time, which is also your time. We're on the same time. And they look, does anybody really know what time it is? Does anybody really care? Sing it. (laughs) But I am frugal with the company. Because I'm coming back Monday, because the flights were cheaper on Monday. I have some place to stay, so I'm not charging the company hotel. But I do not want to rip off the company with the rent-a-car. So Sunday morning, I'm changing the rent-a-car, bringing it back, and then getting a rent-a-car on my own. How about that? I can be trusted. I'm freaking Abe Lincoln here. Thanks, Abe. All right, DJ and Abe will be back next to Utah Jazz with a couple losses over the weekend. We will get to that coming up, what has gone wrong for the Jazz, and we'll get in home, fix it. Nick Ford is here at 8.30 to talk Ute football and Blake Anderson at 9.30. Stay with us.